How much do you know about K food? How much hanchik have you eaten? We invite you into the world of Korean food, of course, including the history and culture of it. We'll introduce trendy foods and famous restaurants on Dish of the Day with Chef Ryan. That's right, it is a Thursday. Chef Ryan comes in once a month. We also do a video link up if you like that, maybe on his farm, in his kitchen. Looking forward to the next one already. But I gotta say, I like it when you're sitting next to me in the studio, Ryan, because we're gonna have a little chit chat in between the song breaks. Yeah, I'm right here, man. I'm happy to be here. Thank yeah. you for you're having coming. a good week. Uh, yeah, and uh, thank you for noticing that I'm not my usual. I'm not usually smart, but I'm not usually this much of a slob. I apologise to the listeners as well. I didn't explain it to you guys either, but Raya was asking, are you feeling okay, Pete? And I did get up about half an hour late today. I missed my alarm for the first time, I don't know, in as long as I can remember. And so I just ran out of the house in any rags I could grab. Ryan was talking about the fine dust, which I mentioned at the top of this hour to our listeners abroad. It's not looking good outside, is it? Boy, that drive up, you know, it's, it's spooky. How can you have an organic farm if there's things in the air that's true you can't avoid those can you what's going on yo we gotta we gotta fix this man we gotta and you know during like the covid years i felt that the fine dust was much better than the previous like run-up i can't remember i can't remember when it's been this bad for like it's been a few days now boy oh boy well we got we got some rain coming so that'll that'll probably clear that up maybe over the weekend fingers um, crossed boy oh boy yeah we got to be able to breathe right that is a really good point that i never thought about like when you're growing crops and you're doing it organically which are obviously the best ones they're the expensive ones they're what you want to be eating oh boy you can't help what's in the air though right yeah yeah it dawned on me when we had the really rough spring i guess it was was it three four years ago Mm. um and it was the first time you know after so long in korea yeah i was like can i stay here right right like i think for koreans that doesn't really cross their mind because obviously they they've lived here their whole lives many of them and there's no real possibility of them moving away but for all the expats or maybe not all but the majority they would have that at the forefront of their minds especially Mm -hmm. parents as well would be like absolutely about the kids yeah Yeah. we had we had some folks that were coming out to the farm for the halloween festivities Mm. and uh the parents were you know canceled uh kind of last minute (gasps) because they said the air quality wasn't good enough really and i i thought honestly thought it was a little extreme my my marker was a little different but i don't have kids so so yeah yeah we don't don't want to put people off from coming of course sure You, you wear your mask if you're a healthy adult You'll be all right. And, and you know, it's, we're, I guess, the worst year, what it was, it maybe maybe 20 days in spring yeah. that were really rough, and you yeah. had to, you needed to wear a mask, really. Yeah. Um, this was but, before COVID as well, right. when we got used right. to this, right? <laughs> and and then and then the last two years have been fairly clean, so so a day like today, we're all talking about it. So, yeah, that's yeah. true. It's all about relativity. Mm. Maybe a couple of years back, this wouldn't have been a bad stretch, but because COVID, so that true. was the silver lining. The air has been so wonderful. That's it. Um, uh, today's hashtag is Usung because, or winning, or victory, okay. because we had the Korean baseball series and SSG Landers won. I was going to ask you this as well, because 
I wear these hats, these baseball hats. This is yeah. actually an NBA hat. I didn't know. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't know the team or anything because <laughs> someone was talking about the Houston Astros won the yeah. series in, yeah. the, in the US. Do yeah, you follow any of these sports? That's big news. No, not okay. since I've been here so long. But you know that. But I knew that, of course, because I, I grew up mostly in Texas. Ah. and. And I know, I know some friends that must have been so, so happy about the Astros winning. <laughs> yeah, um, and I yeah. thought this might be an Astros hat because of the A. So I was like, "Yay, I got that hat!" It's Don't not though. So. No, yeah. it's it's an NBA Atlanta yeah. Hawks <laughs> hat. So I've got no idea whatsoever. What does that bring to mind for you, Ryan? Then, Do, did you ever get into like expat sports here and things like that? Boy, oh boy, okay. Well, you know, tons of sports growing up. You uh -huh. know, um, always playing just about everything. Wow. You did the same too, right? I mean, Yeah, but our sports in the UK very different to the US. So if you were playing American football, I was playing rugby. If you were playing basketball, I was playing netball. Have you I, heard of netball? No. Is <laughs> no backboard. Okay. It's just a net on a pole. Okay. And you can't move with the ball. What? Like if you have the ball, you can only pivot. And then, you, then other people that? run around and you throw the ball to them. Ball. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I missed out on rugby and I have friends that play and I, 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 I'm I, very interested in that sport. You played American football then? Definitely. Okay. In Texas, yeah. you, you kind of have to. You know, <laughs> there's, there's not much choice, especially when I was growing up there. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, well, I played played soccer or football, you know, growing up, and and baseball as well, and basketball. But when high school hits, yeah, and even middle school, uh, you got to choose sides because you can't you can't do them you all. Gotta focus on one. Yeah, oh, yeah, wow. yeah. What and, did you choose? Uh, uh, turned to American football. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> any big wins, like any memorable like trophies or medals or anything like that? I uh, definitely had some good games. Uh, honestly, my best one was mm -hmm. when I was. Uh, I'll I'll give up give up some info here this is funny um when i when i went to try out for little league i uh -huh. guess this is when you're like 12 years old or this something. is baseball is it baseball. little league is always baseball okay. yeah when i went to try out i hadn't practiced mm -hmm. and and my tryout was horrible oh and all my friends got picked to various teams it's very serious oh wow uh, this is around houston texas yeah and uh and all my friends got picked and i was given the option to not play or play with the little kids. Oh, yeah. like younger kids. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No. So, 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 yeah, a year younger. You yeah. know, just just prior to being able to join little league. Uh -huh. It was a very serious moment in in life. Wow, you know? that could hurt like a little kid's emotions. I'm guessing it right? was rough. But I chose to go ahead and play. Oh, nice. And so then I'm the I'm the one older kid <laughs> on the team, and there were only like two of us in the whole younger league that <gasps> wow. were in this same scenario. Uh huh. But I got better and. I I knocked a home run oh, out center field. Nice. And uh, and just had this spectacular game, and I'll, I'll never forget it. Wow. And after that game, the best team in Little League, which some of my friends were on, mm. their coach and, and, and those boys that came over, and they're like, hey, you can come join our team now. Oh, wow. And I, and I said... No thanks. No, don't I'm need staying, you anymore. I'm staying with my friends. Aww. They're a year younger, but we're tight. Yeah, you know? it really doesn't matter yeah. when you're older, right? A year. When you're little, yeah. though, it feels it big, huge. right? <laughs> yeah, because I had like you know I was about this much taller. <laughs> yeah. Today we're looking at an ingredient, uh, and I've previewed it as maybe the Western version is much smaller, maybe yep. a different color on the outside. Yeah, a lot of our listeners are very curious. What are we talking about? We're talking about radishes today, and 
and before you think, oh, that's a that's a lame topic, boring. Uh, <laughs> no, this is this deserves its own show. Yes. I mean, God, can you think of Korean food without moo? Mm. We're talking about like often it's considered daikon radish, uh-huh. um, but we're talking about these giant things. I mean, looks more like a turnip. It's just this huge mamajama, and this time of year. You know, folks are harvesting my my farm landlord. He's always, come here, Ryan. Help me harvest this truckload of radishes, please. Do you just pull them out the ground, literally, with your hands? Oh, oh yeah. Hands. We've yeah. got a photo of one peeking out the ground. That looks quite sizable as well, Isn't that beautiful? It? Yeah. Yeah. So, so this is the time of year. You know, these get planted in the summer, uh, and then they're ready to harvest in the fall. And oh man, you, that's you, a very short growing time to get that big. Really? Yeah, wow. yeah, sure enough, oh. sure enough. And they get huge, man. And uh, and like I said, trucks are loaded full of them. They're going to the markets because you know what season it is right now, right? Nearly Kim Jong season. Kim right? Jong season. To make the kimchi. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Which you know, is such an important part of cuisine and culture and mm. just life. You know, to survive the winter, this is one of the crops. That got people through hard, hard winters here for centuries. I'm guessing, yeah, yeah it must have been perfect. Grows so quickly, so big, and then it would fill you up, you know, across yeah. the winter months. And you can store it, you know, you can dry it. We're going to talk about all these different aspects of it, and and just how special it is. It, you know, if you haven't ever tasted one, you know, they're they're juicy, they're firm, they're sweet, they're crisp. Um, and the the organic ones, like Peter mentioned earlier, you know, they are sweeter and more flavorful. Mm, yeah. uh, they grow a little bit slower. Um, and even the tops are used or dried. Shiregi, mm. we'll talk about that. The um, the the radish itself is dried in the shade into mumalengi, one of my favorite, favorite side dishes, and it also makes a great tea. Yes. Um, we're going to get into all that stuff today. We'll man. show you like a load of them. There's this good photo here where you'll see them like on the trucks. You'll see them also like this on the floor being sold, maybe at a market, but maybe just yeah. a random person on a street corner sometimes yeah. Yeah. just selling their wares. And I don't know, for scale, these can be like as big as your arm from like your tip of your hand to your elbow, right? That's and it, man. And fat as well. Yeah, yeah. Like pushing pushing uh, 1.8 kilos, I yeah. would guess. Something like that. With the top, maybe two kilos or more. If you're not yeah. watching the video stream, so they're like whiter at the bottoms towards the roots and then right. greener at the tops. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder that's if that's to do with the fact maybe they're peeking out at the top. That's you know? it, a little chlorophyll, getting some sunlight, uh-huh. making some chlorophyll, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so if you've ever had these, let us know what you think. If you've never, ask us any questions as well. Uh, we've got lots coming up in part two and three for the moo or the they're, radish. They're so special, man. I mean, obviously making kimchi out of them, the kaktugi. Mm-hmm. Um, but then yesterday, I made this broth. Oh. oh, and I and I went to the organic store and got all got organic radish. Mm-hmm. You know what kind of broth was it? Uh, like we're I want to give a recipe later oh. today. Uh, they're just the classic, the most important broth in Korea, the dashima yuk soup. Uh-huh. You know the base for so many soups, which by itself even tastes decent. Right? It's so good. Yeah. Oh man, it's so heartwarming, and it's and it's good for your health, good for your digestion, great for your liver. Mm. All these things, man. Welcome to Arirang Radio. If you are in Jeju, 88.7 in Jeju City.
88.1 in Seogipu City. 101.9 in the Daejeong area. We're back for part two, Dish of the Day, looking at what you might think is a humble perhaps root vegetable, the radish. But here in this part of the world is big, is bold, and it's in so many dishes. The moo is what we're talking about. And I love this. Rosa from Korea has said, we call people radish legs or moo daddy if you've got thick legs. It's actually quite mean. That's, oh my that goodness. is pretty mean, but I can totally see where that comes from. Yeah, wow. Because when I was growing up and we went to the Chinese supermarket in the UK or the Japanese one, because there weren't many Korean marts where we lived, the Taigong radish... I want to say sold there was much thinner and longer. Totally, uh-huh. and so that's what you find. Different. Yeah, if you if you go to a supermarket in the in the West that yeah. happens to have daikon, they'll be long and skinny and pointed at the bottom. Mm. So it's got to be a slightly different species. Yeah, because it's yeah. really like sometimes round, right? Sure, like a sure. big blob. It looks cute almost yeah. in a way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's even made into cartoons and stuff, right? For for marketing and such. Yeah, yeah, that's what Sherry was saying. Spirited Away, that Japanese animation, really famous. I remember the big old radish spirits in that movie. Yeah, so <laughs> don't, right. don't imagine the thin daikongs. Also with the leg that's not a compliment. If it was the thin daikons, yeah. maybe that would be a nice thing to say, but we're talking about the fat ones here in Korea, right? Yeah, Miss Bradica says, not a familiar fan of the radish, like the red on outside. Okay, so the Western radish, the yeah, small round me ones. neither. Uh, white on the inside variety here in the United States, but will, willing to look, listen, and learn with Chef Ryan. Thank you, Miss Bradica. You should do that. They, these are a special thing, and they are quite different from those little red radishes. Those are tend to be a little more spicy, although uh-huh. when you get the organic ones here that were grown slower you know with with lots of care they will be a little bit spicy sometimes i had one raw an organic one as we were harvesting it i think it's for a tv show and there was a real kind of peppery spice to it that mm-hmm. i didn't taste when it's cooked as well i think that kind of goes away yeah. a lot but i was really surprised you know what i i didn't even put in my notes here today but i just re- realized when you go for a lot of raw fish here especially the tuna mm. they give you microgreens uh-huh. of radish oh is that the radish That's microgreens the radish. and that has a, a wasabi flavor definitely and it's got a long stem they yeah. must grow it with little light so uh-huh. it, so it shoots up and then it has these little leaves and then uh-huh. they cut them off and and you eat that wrapped up with like a little laver or kim yes. and and some of the tuna and it's lovely it just gives this little contrast of kind of a wasabi flavor from yeah. a fresh green it looks like watercress like in yeah. the uk which we often even grow for a school project but i i never used to eat watercress does it taste different to that yeah, they're well. I'd say the only flavor I really get from those little microgreens of of radish mm. is the slight wasabi, yeah. and then just nice little crunch and just mm-hmm. freshness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, watercress will have more flavor, right? Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, I was too fussy to ever eat that at home. Uh, <laughs> Silver Granny Lynn saying, "I'd say radish is second only to Korea's cabbage when we're talking about kimchi." I've eaten the radish kimchi and quick pickled a dish that goes along uh, with fried chicken. Oh, the little cubes yeah, of radish. Yeah, the me, right? Yeah, that's really, it's got to be had with Korean fried chicken, right? It, it's so important and uh, doesn't always smell the greatest when you open up that package. It smells it, awful. <laughs> like, you, you, you would probably throw it away if you didn't, you'd think this has gone off, The right? first time I opened one of those is like, 
Oh, that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure um, I can eat this? But, it, you know, it's it's pickled or maybe slightly fermented. Uh, I've made the kaktugi kimchi, uh-huh. and, and and I remember, every, you know, through the first few months of fermentation, every yeah. time you open the fridge, you nice. know, you're like, oh, boy. Okay, let's, <laughs> let's go. You know, it's all part of it, but I've grown to love these things over the years. You and know, it, and just... it doesn't taste like that smell, I Absolutely feel. Absolutely not. Which no. is odd, because aren't smell and flavor really close to I know, linked? right? Yeah. I know. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> Marilyn Wells says, they are huge, but I have no idea how to pickle them. Daikon radish, delicious and sweet. Yeah, um, for the dongchimi, like what is served with the fried chicken, it is a super easy pickle. Now, the traditional way, you, you would ferment it a little bit, but the ones that's being served you know delivery fried chicken here are are just really sugar and vinegar and salt and water mm. um doesn't doesn't need much more than that and you can get by with that too yeah even yeah. kids will like to eat that so is this this next photo this is like the proper dong chicken there you right? go you won't get this yeah. with chicken unless you go right. somewhere fancy true right? true true which uh, probably isn't serving fried chicken no you're yeah. right it might be doing it like a gourmet style but this has some like chili peppers in as well exactly and and there's a little bit of cabbage leaf there and, uh-huh. and a little bit of depa or, or Korean leeks mm. um, and this is slightly fermented and just lovely it's kind of reminds me of like mul kimchi like water kimchi yeah um, one of my favorite kinds of kimchi if you ever have a chance to try that please get on it um, just so fresh not really spicy no it's just so um, crisp if you're having spicy food anywhere mm. um, this is often on the table so that you can contrast that and cut that heat a little bit because there's some sweetness yeah and it's still got a lot of crunch to it it's like not mm. soggy or anything right. like that and kids right. love tongchimi and yeah. I don't know if this is like an accepted thing, but my mum always says when you're not feeling well, like when you're feeling sick or you don't want to eat anything, it really brings your appetite back. Yeah. Like just drinking that sense. cold broth and stuff like that. It sure does. And it brightens up, you know, it, with with a lot of hot food on a table, you'll often have this as the contrast. And mm-hmm. it's just so nice to go back and forth. Yeah, really delicious stuff. Uh, we'll see what other photos are lined up next and maybe go through a few of these, if that's okay, Ryan. Is this Absolutely, okay yeah. for the next photo? Yeah, so so this is like a mugook. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is kind of what I made yesterday for myself. Oh, For lovely. lunch and for dinner. Uh, so let me, let me go ahead and run through one of the most important things in Korean cuisine, and that is dashima yuksu, mm-hmm. or the kelp broth. But one of the most important things in there is, is really the radish. Yeah. You've got to have the radish. And and a little bit of uh, the dashima, or the dried kelp often. Mm-hmm. Um, then I love using, if you get leeks where you're at, or, or Korean style depa, uh-huh. um, when, you, when you cut off those bottom roots mm-hmm. on there, Wash them really well. A Korean chef friend of mine taught me this years ago. Oh. Wash them really well and throw that in your stock. I've never along. done that. Oh, it's so good. There's so much flavor in wow. there. But you do have to scrub them, you okay. know. <laughs> and, and like I said, I went to the to support my local organic grocery store, um, more of like a, a mini grocery store yesterday. And I got the radish. I will say, you know, it costs about three times as much. The organic ones. It wow. does, because you can get one of these giant radish this time of year for like a buck. They're so cheap. It's right? so yeah. cheap. It's a lot of food for a buck. <laughs> uh, but at the organic store, it was closer to three or four. Okay. Um, Still and... quite sizable. Oh, huge. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'll, I'll be eating that for days. Okay. And um, and just get get your water and, and your, your radish. 
Um, I cut it up to do it faster, but if you're doing a long, slow broth, you can leave it in big chunks. Mm-hmm. And then the the roots of that uh, depa or like Korean leek, um, I threw a few shiitakes in there, or actually the stems of the shiitakes, and I saved the caps uh-huh. to put in my soup later. Oh, nice. Um, garlic, obviously. Um, a little more onion, which could be like a yellow onion or a white onion or more of the leeks. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you have to put in like some kind of dried melchi or That's fish. what I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So most people here keep a dried melchi in their freezer mm. and you tear off the head and a little bit of the kind of guts mm. of the fish. It's really easy to just snap that part off and throw the rest in and you get a, a lovely depth of flavor from that in your broth. Let that go for really all it takes is 30 or 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, often in Korea, we boil it. I, I still kind of like to simmer and skim, uh-huh. uh, skimming off the bubbles on the top, removing those impurities is something we always teach culinary students in their first semester. That's a good When making tip. stock. Yeah. yeah, even for like Korean mums who have been doing it for ages, I don't think many do that. They just whack up the heat, right? Traditionally <laughs> here, just, just get it going, man. <laughs> Make that food, get people fed. Uh, then you, you take all those ingredients that are in there and, and after the, the stock is finished and you'll have this lovely, clear, kind of yellowish stock mm. and you throw those ingredients away. You, you don't know, eat throw those, them in right? The, nope, don't you, eat them. Can you eat them? You could, you could, but you've, you've gotten the essence out mm. of them. You know, you've, uh, you're essentially concentrating natural MSG. Yeah. Yeah, really. And, and so you could toss those in the compost pile and then bring it back up and throw in some other ingredients, whatever you want for soup, which, which here in Korea might be something like that. Muguk, the picture we had up a minute ago. That was my favorite growing up. I still love it. So yeah. that... often has also the beef as well as the radish, those being kind oh. of the main ingredients, oh, right? Oh, beef and radish are yeah. a match made in heaven, yeah. And that is such a nice kind of mild soup for anyone, adults and kids. Rosa says, it really is something to heal the world, Mukguk, and my cold as well. Yeah. It's a comfort soup almost, oh, isn't it? Oh, so heartwarming. And as we get into colder weather, go figure, the radishes are coming in, you yeah. know? And so you can make all these things at perfect timing. Uh, then, you know, to survive the winter, you've got to go into these other things that the radish is used for. I mean, if this crop hadn't have been here, what would folks have done? That's true. You know, obviously cabbage made into kimchi, but the radish is, is number two, if, if not number one in so many ways. Mm. So let's talk a little bit about kaktugi. Um, this is... everywhere, all year round. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You can buy the moo as well all yeah. year round. So what's happening with that? Has that been like harvested and stored? I'm so glad you asked that, Peter. Yes, they can be grown any time of year. Okay. If you find one and some of the leaves are a little yellow, uh-huh. it, that is a sign that it was grown early. Uh-huh. Yeah. If they're yellow leaves. If their oh. leaves are a little yellow. If they're all green, then it was harvested, you know, towards the fall, towards the late fall. And uh-huh. that's when they're best. Okay. You know, um, that's and that's sign. that's when we start making things like kaktugi, this picture that's up now, radish kimchi. And there are a lot of different types of radish kimchi, but this is number one. This is what we're focusing on today. The cubed ones with the big radishes, the base ingredient, right? Not those that's little a, like ponytail radishes. Right. That's a different one. I that's don't a, like those as much. No, I don't, I don't that's know a lot of crunch yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, kaktugi is so important, especially if you go to like a, a Korean uh, sausage soup restaurant. Mm. You actually 
have to have <laughs> katugi kongmul. Yeah. The the water with this kimchi, I have to add it to my sundegu. That's what the experts do, right? Oh, you know how man. to eat it, you pour in that soup like from the bottom of this dish. I, I love the way they look at me. If I go to a new restaurant and they haven't seen my sort of foreign face and I ask for more katugi kongmul, and they're like, oh, you know. Yeah, I just love that, love that look they give me. Wise um, grasshopper. Have you ever made this with your mom? Nope. No? Nope? <laughs> I've never Come made on, any Peter. kimchi with my mum. I did it for a TV show, not the Gaktugi, the, the okay. Dechu, the okay. cabbage. Okay. That was quite hard work, to be honest. Like it back. is really hard work. Yeah. yeah, I'm usually so busy with Thanksgiving, I haven't done it in years, mm. but I have done it with, with Korean chef friends and friends, and, and it is, oh man, everybody's always like, Horia, my back, my lower back. Yeah, because you're like bending over while you're kind of mixing all the ingredients. Yeah, right? for those who don't know, I mean, you don't just make one cabbage or one radish <laughs> worth. Uh, when you do kimjang here, when you're making kimchi, you're talking at least nine giant cabbages. Yeah. Uh, at least, yeah. okay, because that they're sold in packs of three. Mm-hmm. You know, you, uh, two is just lame. You know? <laughs> and then the radish kimchi, you're going to make a great big bowl of that too. Absolutely. Oh. Um, um, um. We'll get into more of the details, more dishes as well. It doesn't stop here, I can assure you. We're back for part three, Dish of the Day, with Ryan in the studio, getting a bit sidetracked in the song breaks. But that's why I love you here. We can talk about Brazilian carnival. Yeah. In between talking about moo, which, yeah. I don't know, do they have in Brazil, like, any radishes? No, no. sir, but there is this cool thing called chuchu. Uh-huh. Or, yeah, uh, in Spanish, what's it called? It's like a coyote squash or something. Uh-huh. And it's a little bit similar in texture oh, and preparation. And... That's interesting. Yeah, because if we're talking about radishes in the UK, it is that small red one, you know, that's usually kind of like a sphere. Mm-hmm. And the most I've ever seen it is just into thin slices just to put a salad to make it like a little brighter. I got a like killer that. recipe for you. Ooh. Out of Guatemala uh-huh. with those little red radishes. Okay. Rabanos. Okay, so if you've got some of those, those red radishes, yeah. and you've got some fresh mint mm-hmm. and some limes, Ooh. get the zest. Always get the zest of that lime and the juice. And then the, the other ingredient that's a little bit harder to have, but you could probably find it, <sighs> is chicharron, like crispy pork fried pork skin. Uh-huh, okay. And it's this Guatemalan salad that i am totally in love with oh uh so so once again it's those radishes cut up into little you could do slices you could do little little chunks little uh-huh. cubes uh fresh mint um lime zest lime juice wow and the pig skin and then some so, like leafy salad as well or just those no 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 that's oh, wow. it man oh, and nice. enjoy that with rice or or what oh man that would be like uh, a, a party in your mouth uh, i feel the crunch the freshness the the mint the the sour and the sour balances off the fat and wow. anyway let's get back to hanshik sorry i got sidetracked anyway. uh, well until you said the pork thing i was thinking of a nice cocktail that might taste nice like a radish in a cocktail might not yeah, be too bad not too different from like a like a pickled onion and a martini or something there you like go, yeah. so, all right, all right, I'm with you. <laughs> Marilyn Wells from New Zealand says, man, this is giving me a lot of happiness right now. I'm going to definitely search out a lot of recipes with this moo. I do prefer daikong here than our red radish, which is maybe a bit too peppery as well. 
Yeah, it really is so good for you in a broth. Mm. It's super good for your for your digestion, for your liver, mm. and then it just flavors. It gives this heartwarming flavor, mm. really. Yeah. And one time, I don't know if you remember, but years ago, uh-huh. we were talking about radish somehow okay. here on the show, and I brought in an organic one uh-huh. and uh, one from a local oh, farmer okay. that was grown with with uh, petroleum based fertilizer. You okay, know. Um, and we tasted them, and They're I was like, so "Which different. one?" Yeah, and yeah. Peter called it out right away yes um the the depth of flavor that was there and more sweetness mm. with the uh with the organic one that was so good speaking of which miss Baddica sent yeah. in a good message right? yeah yum does that look delicious or what like uh like it would settle up set tummy yeah mm. totally uh like a favorite comfort food that's exactly what this is right yeah um, and the texture when it's in the broth is not crunchy at all anymore right absolutely not um you don't want it to be crunchy no. and, and like a moogook or, or any of the soup like the the soup i was making yesterday i tossed out the ones that i used to make the broth uh-huh. but then i i cut more in like little uh rectangles and about an eighth of an inch thick uh-huh. or a quarter of an inch thick and and throw those in and they soften up they they tender up pretty quickly i would say uh if you've got your your broth at a simmer it might just be five seven eight minutes something like that yeah don't cut them too thick or in the cubes like you have for kakdogi kimchi because then mm. they'll be hard in the middle and that's not nice at right all. right right plus that it's a different flavor when they're kind of raw they do have that kind of spiciness mm. and after they've been fully cooked that is gone and it's just more of that heartwarming like yeah, you know? it's quite sweet as well in certain dishes, depending on, on what they are. I'm guessing a lot is to do with how you're cutting the radishes, because let's get to this next one, Ryan, before we yeah. run out of time. Yeah. This is maybe to the untrained eye, they might think it looks a little bit like Gakdugi earlier, only just cut into slices. What are we looking at here? Well, this is honestly, man, I kind of consider it one of the laziest side dishes. <laughs> uh, I think I may have mentioned that with you before. Yes. But uh but Sengche or um so what you what you're doing here is you're uh, often there's this nice tool you can use to kind of just shave off the radish. Yeah. And you get these shoestrings. Mm-hmm. And then just a little bit of uh, of uh, dried pepper powder or flakes, yeah. you know, to spice it up a little bit. Garlic, ginger, uh, a little sugar, sometimes a lot of sugar. Yeah. <laughs> and you just kind of mix it up. And, I, you know, often at restaurants uh, that maybe the main course is just so good, mm. uh, they don't really <laughs> have to focus on the side dishes. They'll throw this one out here because you can make it so cheap and, and it's cover It's not fermented or anything. This is served straight away, right? Uh, yeah. It's uh, slightly fermented, okay. you know, just a day or two maybe sometimes, uh-huh. but but often not, you uh-huh. know? And if you look this up in English online, it would be Korean radish salad, uh-huh. um, which also, you know, kind of says most of those recipes you'll find... They don't talk about fermentation at all. It's just mm. tossing it in a bowl and, and serving it. I, I'm not giving it a very good name, though, am I? Uh, it's, it's actually it's nice. quite good if you if you put some heart into it. You it's know, refreshing. As it well. is. It yeah. is, and you get a nice crunch. What I don't like is if it sits in the fridge too long and they uh, s- still shell it out there and it's kind of mushy. No, I'm not happy about that one. You want your crunch in there, That's it. right? Yeah, That's it. absolutely. Yeah. 
this one as well, Ryan. This is like we just showed the kind of spicier version. Is this a similar one well, just without the chili flakes and stuff? Kind of, sort of. And this one kind of fools me sometimes. I'm often at restaurants and thinking it, it might be some kind of potato. Yeah. Because it's so soft. This has been steamed or slightly boiled. Oh. And, uh, and it tenders up and, you know, no chili flakes, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Still a nice, you know, source of fiber. Mm. Uh, what I really like is when you cut it like this, though, yeah. and you dry it in the shade. Mm. We got to talk about mumalingi. Oh, that's one of my favorite side dishes. Is it The too? texture is so unique. Ah, Only as ah. an adult did I get into it, of course. I yeah. love this. And and a, f a farmer friend of mine, his wife gave me this, uh, this that she made herself with uh -huh. organic radishes, dried in the shade. They're cut into the strips like this, dried in the shade, and then and then you reconstitute, you soak it in water. Okay. And I, I wanted to taste that water water and oh. I took a sip and I was like I felt invigorated wow. I felt powerful from that radish water not and many then, people do that right no and I and I, <laughs> I was talking about it so much she's like I don't know about this but uh -huh. but uh so to this day I'll often do that and then I discovered there's a tea also they'll take the mumalangi the yeah. dried radishes and kind of toast them Ooh. and then use that just pour you know hot water over it and make it as a radish tea it's so good and and if you again if you have an upset stomach it's really good at, at uh calming that down you know we've already bigged it up so much but this might be many any people's favorite way to have Boom. radish, right? Boom. In these chodims with the mackerel usually, right? This blew my mind it's the so first time good. I had it. I was at this kind of high-end uh, raw tuna place, mm. and they brought this out as one of the kind of finisher courses. Yeah. And so you've got braised mackerel here, uh, and then those big chunks on the right, mm. those are huge chunks of yeah. moo yes. or radish. And this is sweet and and savory all at once, a little bit spicy, but, uh, you know, they they braise it, I I think often in a pressure cooker, you uh -huh. know, so they can do it faster, uh -huh. but it gets so lovely tender and kind of sticky yes. and, oh, it boy, soaks oh, in all that sauce in this uh, braise. And the, this is my hands down favorite way, right? If you oh, get a good boy. one of these, you'll fall in love with these radishes. This, this is something if you're, if you're experimental, you want to try something something unusual i never had anything like this anywhere else in the world wow um so check out a uh, braised korean fish with radish Absolutely. Uh, and and if you have any questions hit me up if you got any complaints you're not allowed to listen to the show ever again i'm just kidding <laughs> ryan thank you so much for coming in today have a wonderful week and we'll see you next thursday You've been listening to the Thursday segment, Dish of the Day with Chef Ryan on Hashtag Daily K. 